dear diary exams have begun and i assure you that i've been putting in my 110% effort all to ensure i pass with flying colors yours truly aj srinitya namaste suchitrans welcome to another episode of radio suchitra you all heard my diary entry in the beginning and i must ask are you stressed as well or burnt out well don't worry this aj has you covered Let's listen to Sujitran's performing a beautiful song. I've been told it'll help us all get back into the groove of studying. Thank you. That was so pleasant to the ears. It really refreshed my mind. I'm sure we all will get back to studying with a better mindset now. From the happenings of the previous week, I need to add that it seems a lot of us are scared of writing tests and we are feeling burnt out from studying at some point. Well, it is better to meet it, greet it and beat it than complain about it, isn't it? To help us execute that we have Michelle ma'am our psychology teacher giving us a few tips so drop everything and listen
Exam stress is a feeling of tension that every student goes through. It might not be the same with every child, but having similar symptoms. For example, blanking out during the paper in spite of being well prepared. Overthinking on a particular question and wasting ample amount of time. It is normal to feel some stress about the exam as it helps to stimulate students to perform better. Exam stress becomes problematic if not dealt properly. As a counsellor, I would like to share a few points with our students to help them deal with this situation. First and foremost, it is important to change negative thinking towards themselves and their studies. Have proper study hours and take short breaks to refresh your mind. Revise what you know and get through it with the right mindset. Sleeping and eating habits should be taken into consideration during the exam time. And last, do remember your exam result does not define who you are. Believe in yourself and be confident. All the best students. Thank you ma'am. After that reassuring advice session, we have Kovida of grade 4D giving us their unique take on the song Count On You. If you will find yourself stuck in the middle of the sea, I'll sail the world to find you. If you will find yourself lost in the dark and you can't see, I'll be the light to guide you. To find out what we're made of, where we are called to help our friends in need. You can count on me like one, two, three, I'll be there. And I know when I need it, I can count on you like four, three, two, you'll be there. Cause that's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah If you're tossing and turning and you just can't fall asleep I'll sing a song beside you And if you ever forget how much really mean to me Every day I will remind you, oh, to find out what we're made of, where we are called to help our friends in need. You can count on me like one, two, three, I'll be there. And I know when I need it, I can count on you. Cause that's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah Ooh, ooh, yeah, yeah You'll always have my shoulder when you cry, yeah. I'll never
That's what friends are supposed to do, oh yeah Ooh, ooh You can count on me cause I can count on you Thank you Kovada for your remarkable delivery All of us are familiar with the name of Rabindranath Tagore For today's story time We have to go short story Kabulewala which was published 130 years ago My 5 year old daughter Minnie cannot live without chattering I really believe that in all her life she has not wasted a minute in silence Her mother is often vexed at this that and would stop her prattle but I would not To see Minnie quiet is unnatural and I can't bear it long. And my own talk with her is always lively. One morning for instance, when I was in the midst of the 17th chapter of my new novel, my little Minnie stole into the room and pulling her hands into mine said, What do you think father? Bhola says that there is an elephant in the clouds. blowing water out of his trunk and that's why it rains and then darting off new while i sat still making ready some reply to this saying father what relation is mother to you with a grave face contrived to answer i said go and play with bola mini i am busy with the window of my room overlooks the road the child had seated herself at my feet near the table and was playing softly drumming on her knees i was hard at work on my 17 chapter where pratap singh and the hero had just caught kanchalata the heroine into her arms and was about to escape with her by the third story window of the castle when all of a sudden mini left her play and ran to the window crying akubuliwala akubuliwala Sure enough in the street below was a kabuliwala passing slowly along he wore loose soiled clothing of his people with a tall turban there was a bag on his back and he carried boxes of grapes in his hand i cannot tell what my daughter's feelings were at the sight of this man but she began to call him loudly ah i thought he will come in and my 17 chapter will never be finished at this exact moment the kabuliwala turned and looked up at the child when she saw this overcome by terror she fled to her mother's protection and disappeared she had a blind belief that inside the bag which the big man carried there was perhaps two or three other children like herself the peddler meanwhile entered my doorway and greeted me with a smiling face So precarious was the position of my hero and heroine that my first impulse was to stop and buy something since the man had been called. I made some small purchases and in the conversation began about Abdurrahman and Russians, the English and the frontier policy and he was 
about to leave he asked and where is the little girl sir and i thinking that mini must get rid of her false fear had brought her out she stood by my chair and looked at the kabuliwala and his bag he offered her nuts and raisins but she would not be tempted and clung closer to me with all her doubts increased this was their first meeting one morning however not many days later as i was leaving the house i was startled to find mini seated on a bench near the door laughing and talking with the great kabuliwala at her feet in all her life it appeared my small daughter had never found a so patient a listener save her father and already the corner of her little sari was stuffed with almonds and raisins the gift of her visitor why did you give her those i said and taking out an eight anna bit i handed it to him the man accepted the money without demur and slipped it into his pocket alas return an hour later i found the unfortunate coin had made twice its own worth of trouble for the kabuliwala had given it to mini and her mother catching the sight of the bright round object had pounced on the child with where did you get that eight anna bit the kabuliwala gave it to me said mini cheerfully the kabuliwala gave it to you cried her mom much shocked oh mini how could you take it from him i entering the house at the moment saved her from impending disaster and proceeded to make my own inquiries it was not the first or second time i found the two had met the kabuliwala had overcome the child's first terror by a judicious bribery of nuts and almonds and the two were now great friends they had many quaint jokes which afforded them much amusement seated in front of him looked down on his gigantic frame and all her tiny dignity mini would ripple her face with laughter and begin oh kabuliwala oh kabuliwala what have you got in your bag and he would reply in the nasal accent of the mountaineer an elephant not much cause for merriment perhaps but how they both enjoyed the witticism and for me this child's talk with a grown up man had always in it something strangely fascinating when the kabuliwala not to be behind hand would take his turn well little one and when are you going to your father in law's house now most small bengali maidens have heard long ago about the father in law's house but we bring a new fangled had kept these things from our child and many at this question must have been a trifle bewildered but she would not show it and would tact replied are you going there amongst men of the kabuliwala's class however it is well known that the words father in law's house had a double meaning it is an euphemism for jail the place where we are well cared for at no expense to ourselves in this sense would the sturdy peddler take my daughter's question ah he would say shaking his fist at an invisible policeman i will trash my father in law hearing this and picturing the poor discomfited relative mini would go off into peals of laughter in which her formidable friend would join in the presence of the kabuliwala 
I was immediately transported to the foot of arid mountain peaks with narrow little defiles twisted in and out among the towering heights. I could see the strings of camels bearing the merchandise and the company of turbaned merchants carrying some of their queer old firearms and some of their spears journeying towards the plain. I could see but at such points Minnie's mother would intervene imploring me to beware of that man. Well, that's all for this episode. Come back next week to find out what happens to Minnie and Kavaliwala's friendship and another series of exciting announcements regarding the Suchitra TEDx event happening this November. Stay tuned. A special thanks to the editorial and production team for making this episode possible. Thank you for tuning in. This is Ajay Srinitya signing off.